I really believe this is the one plus one plus one equals five. So it's not going to come down to just one amenity. It's, hey, what are those three to five amenities that other people aren't willing to buy? I mean, I've seen a lot of people aren't even willing to buy, you know, some of the lower end stuff. So this is going to be a way that you're going to be able to separate yourself from the competition. Welcome to the Michigan Short-Term Rentals Podcast, the show about buying, optimizing, and managing short-term rentals in the state of Michigan. Get insights and recommendations from vacation rental operators to help take your property to the next level. Are you ready to profit from your short-term rental? Let's get started. Welcome to the Michigan Short-Term Rentals Podcast. My name is Tony Stancato here with my co-host, Jordan Painter. What's going on, Jordan? Man, living the dream. Yes, sir. Happy Valentine's Day. What do you got going tonight? Going out to dinner? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We've been passing a a bug around my house, so everyone was pretty miserable last night. Not sure if, not sure if we're going to be up for it tonight. But gotcha. Does that mean take them home? Okay, nice. What about uh, some dinner in? Yeah, maybe that. That's the only option to get some nice order out carry out and take it home with some flowers and try to try to get some brownie points. Nice. Nice. What else is, uh, what else is new? Man. Yeah. Just the never ending cycle of these projects. So it's, it's the, you know, we did that podcast on the Valley of despair. I feel like every time I turn around, contractors got their hands out for more money or they found another issue. We got to get another plumber or electrician, whatever it is back in. And yeah, it's just ready, ready to be done. Yeah, I uh, I feel that definitely never goes as fast as you'd like and never at the budget that you would like it to to go at. So, you know, all stuff we just got to get better at bringing. I think we talked a little bit yesterday, just making sure that we're bringing people in to help move the process along. You know, at the end of the day, time is money. So looking forward to connecting with some people that might be able to help us move that along. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Just from the the business standpoint of the, you know, the short term rental is you spend so much time doing low value, low dollar jobs, and instead of focusing on the areas that actually make money. So definitely something to keep in mind is you're looking through what you're doing, where you're spending your time, as being efficient and making sure that you're participating as much as possible in the the income producing activities. And it's just so easy to get sucked in and. I've been joking lately, as today, I'm going to be on the way to do it again. I feel like I'm the uh, personal banker for the few deals we have going on. It's a, it's a nonstop, you know, track to the bank to get checks or wire funds or do something. So, yeah, well, you're the banker. I'm the painter, apparently. So I'll take that job. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, what do you say we get into it? Let's go. All right. Today, we are going to talk about the amenity stack. I know we've done quite a few podcasts about amenities in the past, but I think we were talking last week, we were talking about, hey, should we get a sauna over at this new property that we're staging? And there were some some talks about, hey, a sauna is not going to bring people in, right? And then that kind of got me thinking about our best property that did 115000 last year, I mean, it's nothing special by by any means. It's a it's a cool place, but it's not like this luxury getaway. And then it just got me thinking, like, hey, that place actually has a sauna. And you're right. I don't think people book it because it has a sauna. And then I said, okay, well, what amenities is it? And I think it's 
the amenities combined. So in like this instance, I believe it got me thinking like, hey, one plus one plus one equals five. And at this particular property, we probably have one of the coolest fire pits in all of Michigan, two very large bear sculptures, has a hot tub and has a sauna, right? So in that instance, it's like the stack of those amenities that make it really desirable. What are your thoughts on on the amenity stack and the importance of not only the other thing is like, I just talked to somebody the other day and they're like, hey, getting a hot tub prices are going to go up. It's like, well, technically a hot tub isn't going to necessarily bring in, you know, tons of traffic, right? What else do you have that's pairing it with that? Because I mean, a hot tub's getting to the point where it's almost like that's kind of the standard nowadays. Yeah, I would agree. I, I always kind of go back to my experience in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. So my family and I have traveled there several times over, I'd say like the last probably 10 years. And, you know, we just did this podcast a week or two ago about just level of competition and maybe some shift happening happening in the market because the inventory is going up and being competitive. And I, I think back to the first time that we went to Gatlinburg, it was like, you know, everybody there has a hot tub and a pool table. It's almost expected that when you're booking a place in Gatlinburg that they're going to have a hot tub and a pool table. And then we went five years ago and it was like, okay, there's a hot tub and a pool table and maybe some other extra amenity, whether it was a fire pit or a game room. And we went again last year and everybody that was you know, competitive, it seems like they're, they're just continuously having to add on to that amenity stack, the amount of amenities they're providing to kind of separate themselves from the crowd. So, you know, the last time we went, they had a theater room, they had a game room, they had a hot tub, they had a pool table, they had all of these extras, you know, even a little arcade system in the in the living room. So I think you're on to something there when, when we start thinking about it, like, hey, why is it that the one property we have is doing so well? And we're comparing it, you know, we're hearing other other people who own properties that I would argue are probably more luxurious than ours that aren't getting the same returns we are. And I, I do think it's the, the combination of people will pay a bit of a premium for those extra amenities. You get, you get more bookings and you're the one that's going to book faster. So I think, you know, trying to figure out in each market, what is that, what is that magic three or four amenities that you can have that if it's between, you know, one property and another one, what's setting yours apart? So If we're looking, all other things being equal, right? We're both looking at properties that, hey, three beds, two baths. Both of them have a hot tub. They both have nice design. Maybe they're equal distance to the lake. I mean, in that instance, it's going to be, oh, well, this one has a sauna, right? So yeah, the sauna is not going to bring in more, but when you stack it onto the other ones and it's like, oh yeah, but this one has a sauna. Even if like, only two people out of there use it in your mind. You're going to say, yeah, but this has a sauna. So you might, you, it's just like, Hey, we might use it or it sounds good. And I think you've mentioned on previous podcasts, like you've booked places because it had this and whether you guys used them or not. I mean, it's, it's just that thing that sets you over the edge. So I guess on this one, just the, the most important, you know, information that we can relay to you is it's not a single amenity that is going to drive the most, you know, drive more bookings to you. It can certainly help, but it's not going to be the game changer necessarily, right? So I was talking to the person, they're like, yeah, prices are going to go way up. And it's like, well, I mean, 
hot tubs are just kind of standard. So now you can probably just get the the price that you were hoping to get in the first place. So what else can we stack on top of that to, to make it a more desirable place that can set you apart from other people in the the market? Yeah, I would I would kind of look at it as just because we're operating in Michigan, it's like, okay, what are the three to four top um, must-have amenities in the winter? What are the top three to four amenities that you have to have in the summer? And there may be some overlap there, but I mean, take it from that view, Tony. Like if you were to pick your favorite three summer amenities to have, what are those three? Yeah, so my stack right here, ready? Pickleball court, because nobody's got one, you know, and... I think I would go pickleball court for sure. Separate myself from the competition because nobody in Michigan has one. I think there's like five. Um, you hear that, Jason and Jamie? That's for you. Well, pickleball court. I'm gonna still do the hot tub just because we've seen in the winter months that places with hot tubs do get more. They stay more booked and they book for more dollars. And then. I think I would probably go with the sauna. I mean, and it doesn't even have to be a big one. I think we were talking the other day, like 2,500 bucks, you can get like a three person sauna. And so I think I'd go pickleball, hot tub, sauna, and that would really separate us from everybody else. Yeah. How about so you? The, for the summer, I would say I love the pickleball idea for sure. So I also like the idea of volleyball, kind of badminton net. You know, that's something that it's, if you do a good one, it's low maintenance. People really enjoy it. I think it's something that is just an extra, you know, I think this all really goes back to when you're marketing these properties, you are giving up, you're painting a picture for the people of what is the experience that I'm going to have with the group that I'm going with. So I think when you're, when you're looking at it through that lens, it's like, Hey, I want to give them the vision before they get there to get them to book it. So for sure, yeah, pickleball, I think, is a good trial one. It's going to be a low competition as far as the other you know, uh, hosts that are able to offer that. Volleyball would be a close second to me only because it's so inexpensive. It's easy to set up. It's easy to maintain. seems like yeah. that's a really good one. So my thought on that and, and get your take on it would be like, I almost feel like the stack needs to be more expensive ones, right? Because we can all get, you know, I think I did that list of a thousand, right? And... You could spend a thousand bucks and you have all these things, but would the stack really need to be like three amenities that are a little bit more expensive that other people won't necessarily be able to compete as easy? Yeah, I, I could go with that, but I do think that that volleyball is being it, that it's inexpensive. It's still something that people, you know, groups of people can play together, and it would it would certainly be something for my my family and the people that I travel with that it would be a huge bonus to have the option to do that. And I know just from having that at one of our properties, it seemed to be a big hit. I know you know we had constantly to reset the thing up because we had bought a cheap one and it was definitely something that was a big deal. The hot tub, even in the summer, I would say is definitely a r- really up there. You know, Throughout the year, we constantly get the question, is the hot tub up and running? It doesn't really matter what season it is. And so I think the hot tub is a, is a really good one. So yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with volleyball, hot tub, and then yeah, the sauna, same thing. The few times that I have had the opportunity to to use that property myself. The comment that I get, I'd say more than anything from people later was remembering the song. And, you know, it's becoming a more and more popular item. 
And so I think that that is definitely a really cool amenity that not too many people are going to have. And it seems low maintenance. I mean, we haven't, knock on wood, had any uh, issues with, with the sauna. And you don't have to pay for the monthly maintenance. You don't have to pay for the water to be you know, cleaned out and refilled and all that stuff. And I'll go back to your volleyball comment as well. If you do it right, it doesn't have to be a cheap add-on. I think we quoted sand, like legit sand. And I want to say that was like probably going to be as much as a sauna cost, if not more. So, I mean, I think it was like five grand was the quote we got to get a bunch of sand just brought in and, and all that jazz. So it, it definitely, if you do it right, it can be something that can set you apart and have a little bit more of a professional type court. I think people could probably, that could really help you set yourself apart from other, other people as well. Yeah, that's a good point for sure. So top three, that's our top three summer. What do you, what do you got for top three winter? Yeah. I mean, they don't change much. Sauna, hot tub, those are both great options. And then, you know, it has to be something indoor. It'd probably be some type of arcade game, or I know I like the Nintendo Switch. I've also heard really good things about this uh, board game. I think it costs like $900 and it's a a game that you can pretty much play any board game you want on. And all you do is kind of clean the screen because it's video game type board game, but you can play like Monopoly and that kind of stuff on it. So something that, something that keeps people inside and, you know, is fun to do and something that maybe not everybody else has. Yeah. Yeah. I would go for, yeah, kind of the same, same, the same track that sauna hot tub is as big or bigger in the winter months than it would be in the summer, I think, especially for driving bookings. You know, if you're close to beach or travel area in the summer in Michigan, that's what people are going for. The hot tub is going to be added bonus. Maybe you can bump up the rate a little bit, but definitely in the off season to increase bookings that are typically going to be just weekends, having those extras make a big difference. Maybe not as much in nightly rate, but in the, in the amount of time that you're going to be occupied. And then, yeah, I would, I would say my dream would be to have some kind of a cool theater room in every single place that we have. And, you know, whether it's a projection screen or a big screen and just like a movie themed room, just to give that impact of, Hey, it's a, you know, it's a cool, cool setting to go. And you got the little popcorn stand and you got the big screen and maybe some cool posters and just kind of really dressing up a theater room along with, like you said, some arcade games and stuff like that. There's a lot more of them now that you can buy from, you know, big box stores, or you can go straight old school and get one of the the legit ones. But I think that that little bit of extra is going to be a difference maker in whether they book yours or they booked a really nice house that doesn't have that. I'm thinking about it too. Kind of the thing I've been contemplating for the property that we're outfitting right now would be kind of a more premium type poker table as well. I mean, we get a lot of guys groups or a lot of couples and, you know, people that like to play cards. I think if you can offer something that's not chintzy and just be a really cool place where people can come and and play some, uh, play some poker as well, I think could be a, a great option and not everybody has it. For sure. And I would say the last thing for the winter would be if you have a short term rental that's not occupied year round, then you don't really need a garage. So that's another area where you could really capitalize on that extra amenity space. Whether or not it's heated, it can really add a lot of extra dimension to what you can do with the house as far as have an extra room for some of those extra 
kind of indoor, outdoor type activities where it's a little bit more climate controlled than outside, but you still have a pretty substantial amount of extra space that you can utilize if you if you stage it appropriately. Absolutely. So yeah, we just want to jump on here. Something that we've been thinking about as we're trying to equip these properties to, again, get higher nightly rates and higher occupancy. I really believe this is the one plus one plus one equals five. So it's not going to come down to just one amenity. It's, hey, what are those three to five amenities that other people aren't willing to to buy. I mean, I've seen a lot of people aren't even willing to buy, you know, some of the lower end stuff. So this is going to be a way that you're going to be able to separate yourself from the competition. And again, pickleball, hot tub, sauna. Who else? Find me one other property in all of Michigan that has that stack. And now you've just carved out a niche for yourself um, that nobody else uh, will be able to compete with. Thanks for checking out today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you get a chance, please go over to your podcast player of choice. Leave us a review. We appreciate those that have already taken the time to do so. It just helps us get discovered by more people in that platform. And if you're not on the email list yet, go over to michigan.shorttermrentals.com. Get on the email list. You're going to see it right there on the homepage. And you're going to get four very valuable emails. One's going to be a list of 650 zip codes where we've already analyzed a address and have projected revenue for that address. So you can kind of filter those and see which one has the best projections out of those 650 zip codes. And then you're going to get a furnishing calculator. So you'll get a number for how much does it cost to furnish a four bed, two bath with a hot tub and a ping pong table. And you can use that to really project out your return on investment there. And then also a property grading tool. So you're going to be able to plug in some information like yard size, number of neighbors, amenities, the cost of the property and the projected revenue. And it's going to kick you out a letter grade. So our properties are letter grade B. So if it's B or an A, it could be a good good property to pick up. If it's less than that, you might really want to think about, is it going to be a good property? And make sure you connect with Jordan Painter and Tony Stancato on LinkedIn. Send us a connection request there and we'll make sure we accept it. And we'll talk to you later.